Hi, this is Joey. And I'm Alexis. And you're listening to Dark Sign Hero. And today's episode, we are talking about Attack on Titan. I'm ready when you are, Joey. Let's do it. The MCU episode has been canceled, but today we're going to be talking about Attack on Titan, and we have a special guest for this episode. Hi, my name is Alexis. I'm happy to be joining Mr. Joey today and talking about an anime I, and I'm sure Joey, enjoys, Attack on Titan. So, Alexis, when it comes to Attack on Titan, when, or I guess, how did you discover the anime? Like, how was it introduced to you? It's actually pretty fun to talk about. I was very young at that time. Legend of Korra season one had just finished, and it was very boring summer that year. We were waiting for season two information, and the fandom at that time was making memes of the show Attack on Titan. There was about four episodes around at that time, and the memes were hilarious. They were like collaboration memes between Avatar and Attack on Titan. I decided after all of the meme and the hype that everyone was talking about to watch it. And so I I watched it up till episode four at that point, and then I continued watching it. So I was one of the original people to watch season one, technically. I was even there for the very long hiatus after season one. And then there was a really long, I think, I think I remember a really long break between like halfway through season one, two, which we'll talk about the plot points in just a little bit. But what about you? Yeah, so for me, I remember you telling me about the anime and i know i think it was a couple other people at work that were also telling me to get into watching the first episode and yeah if, i mean i think it i'm trying to remember because i don't remember if it took me a while to finally watch the show because you know you know me i do take a bit to get into a new show or a movie it's just i don't know i just take a while to finally try something you new you know mm-hmm but yeah, no, when I finally started watching the show, I remember I just wasn't into it at the time. I remember watching that first episode and yeah, it just wasn't for me at the time. But when I started watching it again, it yeah, definitely grabbed me a little bit more. I definitely was more interested in what was going on with the characters and the plot of the of the show. And yeah, just for me, it's funny because I remember, you know, for a lot of people that started watching the show at the beginning, you know, like you, you had to wait a while before the next batch of episodes to come on yeah and it was it was almost like a like a four-year hiatus i think if i remember yeah, right between season one but, and season two and i had stopped at that point I, I i didn't know if i wanted to continue it at that point with it being such a long hiatus and it's funny because i feel like i kind of cheated with the show and what i mean by that is i just basically was able to just watch all the way through the episodes and get caught up with what where the show was at you know <laughs> yeah and, we're where where was that at? What season was it on when you caught up to it? I think it was all the way up to season the final season because I remember, yeah, I finally caught up to where the show was currently at because we were waiting for, you know, the final episodes to at least something new to come on from the creators. And yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so you yeah, didn't have to wait as long for season four. Yeah, no, this show, once I finally got hooked into it, I just started binge watching it just non-stop until i finally caught up to it i said so i had stopped like i said for a really long time and when i did get back up to it when i finally caught up season four was on part two and it was like halfway done at that point mm-hmm. so and yeah for me i remember because i remember started i started watching it on netflix because that's where I, the first season was at and then i had to switch over to i think hulu i think that's where i continued watching the rest of it 
Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why isn't the first like why isn't all of it on Netflix? Yeah, because I remember watching more of it on Hulu, and then eventually started watching I think more of that of the other episodes on Crunchyroll because Crunchyroll has all of the episodes on there. So it's just I don't know. I just didn't start with Crunchyroll at the beginning, but you know, Netflix was already there for me. Uh huh. When I first watched it, it was some like illegal anime website, honestly. <laughs> But when I caught up to it, I just watched it on Crunchyroll because I knew it was right there. Yeah, it's addicting to me just with the show because it just hooks you in and just really re- uh, wanting to continue with the show. Because we're currently with like where the show is at and the uh, the manga, it's definitely you want to keep going. You want to keep learning what's going to happen with all these characters. You know, it's just it's that kind of show that, you know, sinks its teeth into you. Yeah, it's really addicting. And like no one is safe in the show, like at all. And so you never like and, and things can happen so fast. And what was it like episode four? Like it already like hooks you in because you're just like, oh, my gosh, how could that happen? You know, like off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, or maybe it was episode three. But yeah, it was like fast. Yeah. For me, I didn't feel like it was slow at all. Did it feel slow to you when you started watching it? No, no. Watching it, you know, like like I said, watching it in the beginning, season one was really fast paced. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever felt like the slow the show was slow and it's still kind of the case is, well, I guess if we start going into spoiler territory for season one, then after Eren turns into a Titan, then after that, I feel like everything kind of goes slow for a while up until we get the female Titan. Then everything catches up. But then all the seasons after that, I have not felt have been slow at all. Right. Yeah. Same here. The first episode just there's a lot going on. It does. I guess for at the very beginning, it does feel a little slow. But once, you know, once you're introduced to the armor Titan, and then you see the the colossal Titan. That's where it just really it just goes nonstop from there. Like it just everything just keeps going and going. And yeah, you just want to keep watching to see what happens next. And it's just it's really fun because like, again, like for me, when I get really hooked into something, I just keep binge watching it, you know. I'm the same way and rewatching it. It's, it's, it's just as good as it was the first time watching it. Yeah. Same here. I think with the, that new episode that had just recently came out rewatching the first season, it's just, it's the same. It's like, you just want to keep going and just, even though you've already seen and know what's going to happen, you just want to keep, I guess, reliving the episodes with the, with the characters. Mm -hmm. But there's also like little like hints and stuff that you never really thought of until until you see later you know so yeah because i guess yeah when for me you know watching it for the first time when you when you're starting to finally see what's happening and then re-watching it again and now that you know what's going to happen i was like oh yeah yeah there's a point in the when watching the first season again now that i know what's going to happen and what's you know what's working behind the scenes with the characters it's like i know what's going to happen i know like we're, what this character is up to and yeah it's actually i think that makes it more fun when when you know what's going on again yeah yeah and seeing like all the little behind the scenes stuff that you never you you just didn't think of the first time you watched it mm-hmm. for me when you know when you see all these different characters like the so you you start with the armor titan right and then you see mm-hmm. the colossal titan Mm-hmm. You're not sure uh, what's going on. And then when you do have, say, Aaron transform into his 
Titan form in episode seven, you're like, okay, so I guess you could kind of figure out that this is probably, you know, Aaron pro and when you're watching it for the first time, I don't know if that was the case for you, but I kind of figured that that was going to be Aaron in his Titan form. Oh no. I, I thought that they had killed the main character off the bat. I was so shocked. I had never I had never seen an anime kill the main character so fast. I thought he was just done. So I thought like it was going to be like Armin taking over um, when we saw when we did see the uh, the attack Titan. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like some special mutated case, but I never thought, oh, wow, that's Aaron. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, I I guess. Yeah, for. I guess also another Titan that was a mystery to me was the female Titan that we get introduced kind of midway later into the first season. Oh, yeah. Because now you're like, okay, so who's this now? Because we later see and learn that Aaron is the attack Titan. And then you you still have the mystery of who or the armored and colossal Titan are. You're Now you've got the female Titan added into the mix. And now you're going like, okay, so who's this now? And you're starting to think, you know, is it someone that's amongst the scouts or is it someone that's we haven't met before yet? So yeah, they definitely do like the creators like keeping a mystery and keeping you on your toes when you watch the show. Yeah. With the female Titan, the fandom during that time, there were so many theories as to who it could be. It was it was crazy because people were had like like meme pictures and comparisons of characters of who it could oh, be because yeah. well because and, and no one really knew for sure if it was going to be like another special case like Aaron but there was there was one meme picture and it showed it showed Annie and I was like I don't know I, could it really be her like she's she's not part of the scouts anymore really at this point well she was well she wasn't even a scout she was just part of the recruits you know she wasn't part of the story anymore and then when you find out it was and I was like oh man. I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah. For me, because you've got all of these different characters that you're trying to, I guess, learn about. Say, like Levi, when you get introduced to, when you start seeing more of Levi in the show, because he's just this kind of brooding, mysterious person. And mm -hmm. you're probably thinking, I mean, to me, I was like, is he, he might be up to something, but I don't know. But I don't know. Because he's just, again, he's just this quiet person that keeps to himself a lot and he but he's very intelligent because you see that and you learn that he's got a lot of stuff figured out but he doesn't tell anyone when you know what is kind of like what he's got up his sleeve like when they're trying to go outside of the gates and they're moving Aaron through the forest oh uh-huh and yeah that's something that was really cool is he's like he's already got a lot of stuff figured out in his head but he doesn't want to reveal it yet because he's trying to see and wait like what the enemy is going to do when they're in that in those moments when they're moving Aaron through the forest and they're going outside of the city. Yeah, he's he's a really smart warrior and he really follows Commander Erwin like to the T, like whatever he does, Levi's got his back no matter what. He never second guesses Erwin that I remember anyway. Yeah, I remember uh, when was it because it was. Trying to remember what episode we get introduced to Levi. I think it was was it episode two or three? It oh, happen? when we see when we see Levi for the first time, yeah. I think that's episode three. Okay, yeah, right, because it was after they had 
brought everyone back from outside the gates, right? When they were seeing all, seeing mm-hmm. all the warriors or scouts. Yeah. I, I almost want to say we see more Commander Erwin in the beginning, though. Like, we saw a little bit of Levi, but I think it was more Commander Erwin that we got to see. Because even in episode one, we got to see Commander Erwin. That was cool seeing that. Yeah. Knowing who he was. <laughs> yeah. So with the openings and the, I guess, music that's played during the for the episodes, you know, like the outros and intros for the episodes. Oh, oh, like the animation studios. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really tough. I when season four first came out and I was watching the animation, I, I didn't really know if I liked it. It's a definitely a lot darker tone compared to Mappa uses more of the manga style, which is really cool. And I think it really does fit for season four. But I got to say, I do think Wit was a better animation studio. I do kind of miss their art style. What about you? I would probably say I do. I do like the. I guess the yeah, the animation style for season one a lot. Mm-hmm. I did see a lot of cool stuff that was implemented from Mappa in season four. Yeah, when it comes to the, you know, the colors and art style. Yeah, it's it's definitely a darker tone mm-hmm. and you can see you can feel that in the animation, which I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah, because it definitely it yeah definitely adds to, you know, uh, more to Aaron's character when, when you get into season four, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm like I like seeing the little like I don't even know what to call it, like the little dark outlines they create behind the eyes to see just how dead they are on the inside at that yeah. point. It's nuts. <laughs> You're like, OK, well, Aaron's kind of more messed up now. We kind of see that definitely more with the new animation when you get to season four. Yeah. And when they changed the animation, I was like, man, how many years have passed for poor Aaron to look like this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that meme where when you're when you're younger and full of hope, it's the young, happy Aaron. And then once you're an adult, it's the sad, more depressed. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one. When I saw that, me, I was like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's that's legit real life. So, <laughs> yeah. So adding to, I guess, yeah, the different animation styles in this with the studios, what would you say would be your favorite opening slash intro for the show or the animation? <laughs> Mine's still season one. I love season one to pieces. Mm-hmm. It was just so special. And I don't know if it's because I watched it right at the time, like just seeing how crazy it was. But the this Gurun no Yumiya, I think that's how you say it. Season one. But yeah, that, that's my favorite one. Even even just the video of that, because I know they use the song for a couple different openings. But that that first particular one was just mind blowing to me. What about yours? I would have to say the opening for season four was my favorite because it was I do again the opening for season one is very very good it's awesome and they got to season four and you see the the splashes of color and it's more of a white and gray you know palette for a lot of the for the opening I thought it was very cool it was different it was something new for the for the anime mm-hmm yeah, I do. I do like the season two opening when it involves, you know, the Beast Titan and you see the different animals that in the alongside them in the intro. Running towards it with the flying whale. Yeah. <laughs> Running like, towards the wall. I, I remember watching that, the, the new intro when, when it involves the Beast Titan and I'm like, um, why are there a bunch of animals, uh, you know, running alongside him? 
Yeah, I I was like, does, does he command animals? Like, I, I didn't really fully understand what was going on with that opening, but it was cool. Yeah, but, you know, obviously with what happens throughout the show, when I think when it gets to season three and then it moves into season four, when you start to learn more about the, I guess, the that town or city that's outside of Shiganshina. I think I said that right. I'm going to say yes. But <laughs> outside of where you meet Aaron and, and his friends in the yeah outside of the wall. Yeah, outside of the wall. That's right. So, yeah, you start to see because they're trying to implement, you know, more of what's going on in the show into the intro. Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of the intros, they kind of almost give you hints to stuff that you don't realize either. Right. Like just the show in general with the Beast Titan and stuff like that. You're just like, who the heck is this man? Yeah, it's like almost like they're trying to tell you what's going to happen. But of course, you know, they don't. Without really anything. telling you, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Vague showing of what it is. Yeah. It doesn't really dive into it because, you know, it's just an opening with music and anime openings are always wild and crazy. So. 90% of the time when I watch an anime opening, even with Attack on Titan, I don't think anything of it until I see that character later. And then I go, aha, <laughs> so that's why you were there. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to season one, what would be your favorite moment from season one? Like a favorite scene or a favorite, you know, yeah, just favorite moment from season one. There were so many amazing moments in season one, but because like I said earlier, I didn't know Aaron <laughs> was the attack Titan. I think finding out that he was the attack Titan and that he can transform into a Titan was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen in my life. It's just it still blows me away every time I think about it. Mm -hmm. What is yours? I did really like the moment when you see it goes back to the first episode when you do see the colossal Titan, you know, see his hand climb, grab over the wall. And then oh. see this giant head and face staring at this, this scary face looking at you. And yeah. you're just like, oh, crap. Well, we're in trouble now. Or the, I guess the characters in the anime are in trouble. But yeah, it's just that was just like a pretty <laughs> cool moment for me. Just watching the the Colossal Titan just look over the the, the wall to the city. And you're just like, um, so what do we do now? <laughs> It's it's such an iconic scene too. Like there's so many wallpapers and stuff of that because it's just such a huge iconic moment in the in the season. So yeah, mm -hmm. good choice. <laughs> yeah, I just like I I still remember that moment when I first tried watching the the show. Yeah, like you said, it's such an iconic moment in for the anime because it just it's the turning point. It's the absolute turning point for everything. Yeah, you're along with the rest of the characters. You're like I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what to do. First time I saw that, because it was the end of the episode one, when when you see that for the first time, I had actual goosebumps. I was just, what? Yeah. Like, I was just so shook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you say you, re you would recommend this anime to someone that's never watched an anime before? Yeah, yeah, I would. Attack on Titan is a really solid anime throughout the entirety of it showing, and it it really almost gets better each time that you watch it. And not only as you watch it, but as the episodes come out, it just it just gradually gets crazier and it gets better as you go up. So, you know, if you've never watched anime before, I feel like it's a really solid anime to begin with, because there is a lot of animes out there that are just have so many episodes. Right. And I don't know, it's it's kind of it's hard to get into anime. Anime is really kind of generalized as this kind of almost 
hentai-esque kind of what is it like like platform but it's it's really not anime can have really deep roots to it so yeah i i recommend attack on titan either as your first anime or this is a little bit unrelated but if you were ever wanting to get into anime after you know listening to us erased is a fantastic anime it's only 13 episodes really solid throughout the entire thing and it really gives you a good taste of mystery and stuff just like attack on titan what about you would you recommend the anime yeah i would definitely recommend it same with you know same with you because for me with this really being more of like a my first big anime to watch i would definitely say yeah it's a you know five stars for me because yeah it just like i said it just grabs you once you start getting into that from watching that first episode you just want to keep going and keep seeing what's going to happen next because it's just like yeah it's like a roller coaster that seems like it never stops and it's it's a lot of fun yeah and i'm i am not looking forward to when it's done (laughs) i this just the the inevitable end but it just you know you're gonna reach there eventually it's just it just like you said it just it's just never ending it feels like just craziness yeah getting into you know the later season the fourth season into this most recent episode that had been released at the beginning of March. I do want to say we are getting into more spoiler territory. So if you haven't, you know, gotten caught up to what's happening now in the, in the anime, I do want to say this is a spoiler warning for those that are listening. Or for sure. Stop listening. If you want to actually watch the anime. <laughs> talking more about when, in this recent. Episode. Yeah. Cause cause shit goes down. Like yeah. that's all I can say. So, so okay. So now with this most recent episode, this hour, yeah, it was an hour long episode. It was, I would say, yeah, it was just, man, I, I'm just like without words, cannot describe how awesome and fun it was to see where we were with the characters and with Aaron. And I'm just really excited to see what he's going to do because it, it felt, yeah, again, because, you know, with the episode before this one, we were left on the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, we were left on a pretty, a pretty big cliffhanger, too. Yeah. And we had to wait a whole year, which was nuts yeah. to me, and I hated it. <laughs> that episode, the one before this most recent one, and when did I finish it? It was because I remember I told you I had finished it, and you're like, well, at least you don't have to wait so long like the rest of us. I'm like, yeah, but now I'm on the same page with everyone, but I'm super stoked to see what happens. And then we finally got the episode and we're like, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. So, and it was, it was just so good. And the episode, it was an hour long, but it did not feel like an hour. It felt like just a normal 30 minute episode, which was crazy. Yeah. It it was just like, that's it. It wasn't even an hour. And I'm like, <laughs> an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I didn't think it was an hour either. I legit thought it was only a 30 minute episode when I had, when it had finished and oh that tells you that it's so good (laughs) yeah because i think with i want to say i really do want to you know it to i don't want aaron to you know with how with the new powers that you know being the attack titan and with what he's learned from zeke and what he plans to do with the the army of colossal titans that came out of the walls you know Mm mm-hmm Okay, so he because he wants to, you know, basically destroy because at the beginning, you know, he wanted to to destroy the Titans. That was his main goal. Like he thought of nothing else. He just wanted to destroy the Titans for 
what they did to his family and what they did to, you know, this the city that he lived in. Yeah. And now he's he he just flipped. So now he's just on this only got one goal in mind that, you know, he's going to take this army of of colossal titans and he's going to to he's want use them for, you know, destroying the rest of humanity, basically. Yeah. And that's so weird to me. Like, so like you said, like in the beginning, attack, um, Aaron wanted to destroy all Titans. He says that multiple times throughout, really almost up until the end of season three. He always says, I'm going to destroy all the Titans. And then and then in season four, like that character change of being like, now I'm going to use all these Titans to destroy everybody else. It's like, why, though? Like, why? what made you really like get into this? And I guess that's something that I have a hard time, like understanding is the complete change that Aaron has. I know we can kind I know we kind of get to see it, but it almost feels hard. Like I, I feel like we're missing something that we didn't see Aaron's flip flip of his switch. But maybe yeah. that's just me. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like I know, yeah, we need to have a more a, a deeper dive into, you know, what he has learned. Because, you know, he goes to find or talk to Zeke. Because remember in when he goes to where was it? The when he's you know, got the bandage over his eye and he's got the long hair and he looks like a kind of like a oh, like a little hobo. Yeah. Like yeah. A hobo. <laughs> because, you know, that's where because and that's when, you know, when they attacked the that city, that's what they did with the the blimp and with the scouts. Mm-hmm. Wonder like what he saw or what he knows that changed his mind on destroying the Titans. Now he's using the Titans to, you know, basically destroy his own people or I guess humanity, I should say. Yeah. And I, I, I know, like, to a certain degree that, like, Aaron's goal is, like, it's not just simple as I'm going to destroy everybody. Like, I know his goal is he wants to protect his home, mm-hmm. but it's just it's wild to me that he's willing to kill everybody, first of all, but not just kill them, but use Titans to kill them. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, like he's willing to kill anyone. And that includes uh, Mikisa. Mm hmm. And yeah, like those are his two closest friends. Those are the two that have been by his side the entire time, even with, you know, his his change in attitude, his change or his you know his point of view towards humanity. Like they're still willing to try and try and help him to try and save him from, you know, who he is now. Yeah. And then we see that he's just like, you know, you can try to stop me if you want to. But I, I kind of feel like that. When 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 he sees Mikasa and Armin, that that he I don't think he's going to stop, but I don't think he's going to necessarily fight too hard against them. I think he's just going to kind of give up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I could see that because he could possibly, you know, like, hey, I need someone to take me down. I don't know if I can, you know, stop myself from destroying all of humanity. So I need someone that because, you know, you do have Armin that has the. Uh, ability to turn into the Colossal Titan. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if we're going to see that because we've only seen Armin turn into the Colossal Titan once. Yeah, I don't know. I could see it going down to where, you know, it would be a, a fight between Armin and Aaron, but I really want to see another battle between the uh, Armored Titan and Aaron, you know? No, I, I think it's going to come down, uh, like, the majority of the fight is going to be between Aaron and Reiner, like, for sure. It's Armored Titan versus really i don't would aaron really be considered the attack titan still i don't know but don't like know, because uh, how you know his giant skeleton body that he, from 
the the nightmare before christmas you know he just looks like oh yeah a little he almost has the gigantic version of the heel (laughs) yes he is this just giant thing of bones this rib cage basically with legs so i and at that point can he really even defend himself i mean we saw him being able to like fire stuff but yeah because but like you like we saw in this most recent one the one that just came out you see the beast titan on top of him like Mm -hmm. yeah he was using the beast titan yeah so i don't know maybe again we don't know because he'll know something that we don't know or something we'll have to wait and see in the next episode yeah i i kind of think that i mean we like i said like you said we saw the beast titan and he's he's absorbed other titans so i'm wondering if we're going to see like just creating a, a upon him like he creates like an attack titan and then he creates the warhammer titan i could see that happening too which would be nuts yeah. <laughs> but i'm i'm worried that he's gonna try and you know bait his friends especially armin annie and reiner those mm-hmm. because he he's got every other uh titan power except those three right i think it's so you got the female titan technically the cart titan too that's right the cart titan i don't i don't think he has the jaw titan power either right the jaw titan doesn't have the armored obviously doesn't have the colossal so he's got he's got a couple titans under his belt but not everybody yeah i could possibly see him like maybe he still needs them for something i don't know because he like he hasn't stopped them from trying to chase him but Mm -mm. he's he's got again he's got an army of colossal titans on his side so (laughs) the the colossal titans almost seem dumb they seem dumber than even the normal titans they they they're just going forward only because like with with hanji you know hanji taking out all those colossal titans they never tried to swipe at her or anything like that Mm -hmm. so i think they're dumb (laughs) their only goal is to walk that's about it yeah since you mentioned hanji you do you know with the most recent episode that came out we did witness her her death and it was such a just a just like a sucker punch to the gut you know it was like oh no it's like you i was like oh no we lost hanji and you know with heard gone it's like you kind of look back and see how many people we've lost along the way with especially because when when hanji died and, and she wakes up you get to see all those characters again yeah and it's so sad because you're like i miss all of you <laughs> you know seriously there's there's so many characters that have died throughout this show that just it never seems to stop in a way it's almost like game of thrones yeah <laughs> it's like no one is safe <laughs> yeah obviously you miss all of them but who would you say you miss the most out of the ones that we have lost the characters Hanji Hanji's was I feel like really beneficial to to helping you know Mikasa and Armin and everything and her music was top tier I really do miss Hanji but I think she was her her going out was was good mm-hmm. I feel like Sasha's and your mirrors though those were like my top two favorite characters it, right. I literally have a list of my favorite characters and so far so it was Ymir first then it was Sasha then it was Hanji and all of them are gone now but yeah with Ymir I I can't really fully remember how she died. I just I remember her being, uh, you know, being in a t- the jaw titan, and then just I think she like gave up her life for Historia, so that she could live. If I remember right, um, but Asasha's I hated her death, and I know a lot of other people did too because like hers was such a stupid death, and it was yeah. so unnecessary. I know. I was just like, wait, what? Like you're like when it happens when you 
when you see her die, you're just like, um, what just happened? You're just trying to fully process it. And that's the same thing with everyone else in like the characters in the in that episode. Like, um, uh, so Sasha's dead dead yeah. yeah and it happened so fast yeah. and it was and they were safe they were relatively safe like they they no one was prepared for that in any way shape or form and i think that's why it really affected uh connie and john you know because <laughs> it was so unexpected <laughs> yeah and uh, i would yeah i mean for me yeah sasha's death was definitely is definitely up there because it's just she is so because when you first meet her, she was just this funny person. She was, especially with the beginning of the show, when they were starting to become learning how to become scouts. And mm-hmm. just a lot of she's really like this comedic relief, I guess, for the for the characters. She is. She, she's the lighthearted character. Yeah. And she also has such good character growth, too, because she's a really strong character. She's a good fighter. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely see that when they're, you know, trying to use the ODM gear when they're going through the city and taking down the Titans at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, with throughout the show. But Commander, I would say also another one for me would be Commander Erwin, because when you first meet him, he's a very wise and strong leader. And I felt Mm -hmm. for a lot of the characters, especially the main three, Aaron, Mikasa and Armin, he was kind of like a father figure to him, you know, especially to especially to Mikasa and Aaron, because, you know, uh, with Aaron's family basically gone, except for Mikasa, he, I felt like he was this person that watched over them. Yeah. And he, like you said, he he watched over them a lot. He, he never really wanted to put Aaron in any danger, but he also knew that what he was doing was always for humanity's sake, but he never would have like risked Aaron's life for unnecessary means. Do you think that, so for Commander Erwin, do you think that his, you know, view of Aaron changed when they discovered that he was a Titan? I think I think Commander Erwin saw more potential in him, mm-hmm. especially when when Aaron was able to use the attack Titan and then block off the hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. I think Commander Erwin saw him more as like a really useful person to the scouts. And so I'm, I'm sure he was really glad when he when he, you know, learned that Aaron was going to be joining the scouts regardless. Right. I don't think he would have had as much value put into Aaron unless like he showed significant skill like Levi or Hanji. Yeah, for me, I think, yeah, he definitely did see that that with Aaron having the Titan powers, he saw that he, like you said, has more potential. He, he can definitely use his powers for good and help them, you know, take back the, or, you know, when it came to that time, having to fill the hole in the wall, that definitely helped them out. And, and just recover, recover everything that they lost at that point. Yeah. Because now he, he sees it as, Hey, we finally have a chance to fight back against the Titans. And yeah, definitely with, I think obviously when a lot of people, understandably, they definitely saw hit Aaron as a threat or as, someone that needed to be, you know, killed basically because he's a Titan, but which was so stupid. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, with Commander Erwin being a leader and understanding, you know, being a military leader, he understood that there, you know, there's a bigger goal. There's something bigger that needs to be achieved here rather than, you know, being angry and being scared. You know, they've got a mission to accomplish. Yeah. And when he risked his life for that and really gave his life, 
he, he gave it for that reason. He he knew he was doing it to help everyone else and to just kind of complete humanity, you know, make sure humanity's safe. And he was giving that knowing that Aaron and Levi and Hanji, you know, that they would carry on mm-hmm. that that same goal. And that makes me, you know, as I'm thinking about the as we're talking and thinking about the where we've gone into the show and how the how far the characters have come it kind of makes me think of like what my favorite attack on titan moment was and for me i would probably say that my favorite moment was for the first time when you see aaron and reiner fight in their titan form oh yeah that was a really cool moment (laughs) because again it's you know with reiner being because i mean aaron learning to fight and serve in in the scout corps he does has some experience but i've obviously not as much as reiner did at that time when we, when we learn more about reiner's backstory reiner's a good fighter but i feel like he actually learned most of this his fighting skills when he was with the recruitment camp i don't even know what to call that <laughs> or the recruits i think that's just what they call them at the time where they're... the recruits yeah yeah in season one we saw how kind of lame he was he he wasn't even supposed to be one of the founding titans you know he was just supposed to be just this guy kind of along for the ride to prove himself yeah because i was i just remember watching that scene when you when you see them both like tightened up i guess you would is it, i guess <laughs> what you would call it and just it was just such an awesome scene it's like godzilla versus kong kind of kind of moment. yeah almost yeah almost like, that fight was so good yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty epic Especially because I I didn't know if Aaron was going to be able to beat Reiner with no he's got armor. Yeah, you definitely because I think after that moment, you know, he learns how find tries to find a way to find a weak spot on Reiner in his Titan form. Yeah, he he had to use more of his brain. (laughs) It's like, come on, Aaron, think like, who do you think the real enemy is here? Yeah, almost. (laughs) All right. Hunger Games. No. (laughs) Yeah, uh, my my favorite like overall Attack on Titan moment. I'm trying to think of really what it is because I was gonna say pre- almost almost like the Reiner and Aaron fight as well. But I I gotta say I I think what pops that for me is the scene where Aaron freaking uses the Jaw Titan on the Warhammer Titan and just drinks her blood. Yeah. That moment was so freaking brutal and awesome because Aaron is like so much smarter at that point. You're just like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> oh, yeah, because he said, yeah, he's had time to learn more about the Titan powers that he has. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that definitely with, you know, his intelligence that he's gained and the powers from the his attack titan form yeah definitely he's learned and he's also very you see that he's become more observant when he fights the other titans because he sees what their weaknesses are and sees how to yeah use that jaw titan to gain the powers from the from the other titan warhammer yeah and when that warhammer titan first showed up i was like oh man Aaron's not gonna be able to beat beat this chick you know and then just freaking (laughs) all right well i'm just gonna it's like a video game it's like how do you defeat this person that's super op and just has this you know protects herself from anything at all costs but then yeah once he uses the jaw titan to basically you know you know break that chrysalis that she's in and he takes that power away from her that was yeah yeah i agree that was also a pretty good moment in the show that was insane i remember i remember seeing that i was like oh my gosh are they going to is he going to try to use that against Annie now, too? Because Annie has been like crystallized in that same crystal mm-hmm. 
that entire time. Thanks for listening to Dark Sign Hero. Thanks for stopping by. Next week, we'll be going over Jedi Survivor and gaming industry news. If you want to see behind the scenes content, head over to our Instagram account, Dark Sign Hero. And I'm going to leave you with a fun fact. If you sneeze too hard, you could fracture a rib. Till next time.